Welcome everybody back to the Forever Game podcast. We have a very special guest with us today. Joanna Shrupp is here. Joanna uh, Shrupp is in the house. Hello. I believe that's how you say it. Oh, oh whoa, okay. thank you. <laughs> that was so businesslike. <laughs> anyway, so Joanna, we've we all sort of have known each other for a few years. Right. And before I was stuck or when I finally got freed from the world of education, that's when I got to meet nice people like you. Okay. And, you know, education is pretty dry, pretty, pretty cut and dry. And I got out of it and realized that, oh, there are people that like inappropriate jokes like me. There are people that like to laugh and have fun like me. Right. That's me. Like normal people. Right. Yeah. Like We're normal. Mm-hmm. So I was happy to hear that. Jamie's also here, of course. <laughs> Pointing out random things. Yep. And you, um, I feel like, are you ready to, I've never felt more ready. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Yep. So the first thing we want to start with, Joanna, is we're so interested to hear about where you come from. Like, where do I come from? Where were you born? Oh, Joanna's background. Oh, Mm -hmm. you want to know where I was born? (laughs) Right here in Wilmer, Minnesota. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't think Mm -hmm. that. Back in the 60s. (laughs) So... Yes. Um, I grew up in Wilmer. My parents moved here in 73. Um, otherwise, we lived in little towns around Wilmer, anywhere from Raymond to Grove City to Dassel. To Lake Lillian, um, sort of. That's where my parents live today, and that's where I grew up, you know, the end of my high school oh, gotcha. career. It's considered Lake Lillian, but still in the Wilmer School District. Oh, got it. But we actually moved officially to town in 73. And from there on, then I went and finished all of my school years here. So Were you a Wilmer grad? I was. What was <laughs> school like in your household? Was it something like, Joanna, you're going to get A's? Or was it, were you there today, Joanna? Funny you should mention that because my (laughs) dad was the administrator. Oh, that's right. I knew that. Right. So we had a lot of pressure on us. You were expected to be pretty, pretty on point. We were, however, we were not all that way. (laughs) I was. Um, Actually, I was. And so, but I had uh, two siblings older than me and then I had a younger sibling. And so. What was the maiden name? Omley. Mm-hmm. Omley. And so um, I had two older brothers and a younger sister. And then we, I mean, we were just like one of the kids. But back then, everybody was one of the kids. You know, we didn't have, there wasn't a lot of pressure when it came to, you know, obviously no social media. There was, we didn't have computers, you know. You were lucky if you had a car, mm-hmm. right? maybe. And you usually, you know, rode with someone to school. You know, if you didn't take the bus. Right. And so we, you know, everyone just participated. Everyone was in a sport if you wanted to be or in an extracurricular. Maybe it was music. Maybe it was theater. And so we didn't have a lot of these outside um, influences, I didn't feel like. So I loved high school. When it comes to the siblings, mm-hmm. there's kind of like the firstborn stereotype, the da 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 Did you guys have that in your family? You were the third? I was the third. Yeah. Definitely middle child, but, you know, um, my brother right next to me is only two years older than me. Him and I were really close, so we had a lot of the same common friends, or mm-hmm. at least we all knew each other, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I mean, I don't know that we were, 
I mean, I don't know. What would you call a middle child? It's not like I got ripped off or anything. I mean, we just... Just kind of blend in a little you bit. blend in. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, back then, we didn't have a lot. People didn't have a lot. People didn't go out to eat like they do today. I think we had one fast food restaurant in town. And what that was, was it? McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah, I never go out to eat. Never. Well, you have little Are kids. It's all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, and when I grew up, we didn't. That was a treat. Mm-hmm. And Mickey D's. Mickey D's, and that's where you had your birthday party. Really? I had well, a birthday party at McDonald's. See, mm-hmm. my sister did. I was a little older, but she had a, her birthday parties at McDonald's. That was a big deal. Wow. So there yeah. wasn't a lot of outside influence, I didn't think, and I thought we were all pretty normal. You still rode your bike. <laughs> you still. You know, you still rode your bike to town. We lived a little bit out in the country. Yeah, you did. <clears throat> did you do you consider it like a farm grow like growing up rural? Yes. Okay. Yes. We did I mean, definitely we lived in farmland country. And my dad actually did farm on the side. Really? So when he didn't have his suit on and he wasn't at school, huh. he was home and he was out in the farm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you know that he was you know I don't know. Was there sort of like a public eye thing ever? Yes. <laughs> Tell me about that. It was, I did not appreciate that. Okay. And so um, we lived under the the umbrella of don't you dare mm. or else. And some people respected that and some people did not. It was interesting because it could go either way for you in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Jamie, you might know this mm-hmm. too. So. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if something happened, your dad might know about it before you got home from school or from your sport. Right. We had a few of those instances. Yeah. So my mom was really good at drawing the line in the sand and saying, these are the things that you're going to take care of, dad, and these are the things you're not. So. Got it. Yeah. Mom, mom laid it down. She did. Nice. She did. That's where you get some of that from, you think? You th- yeah, think you've a got, little bit. You've got some of that in you. Uh-huh. I think I'm a little <laughs> bit like my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I was from, that, you know, homegrown woman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I didn't anticipate that I would stay here, though. What did you anticipate happening? I don't even know. I knew I was going to go to school because that was what was expected. Got it. My dad. That, when was that decided? Or was that just always there? You know what? We didn't even visit colleges back then. I got to that point, and my dad just pretty much said, you're going to go to school, and no one, we didn't look at another college. He just said, you're going to go to he Mabel chose- State, because that's where I went. Oh. oh. No no discussion. Okay. And I don't even know that I filled out the application. I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> did he do that for all the kids? Did no. all of you guys go to Mayville State? No. My oldest brother went in the service. Okay. No, actually, my, both my brothers went in the service right out of school. And then um, I went to college. Then my sister, she actually went to college, too, more at trade school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she was five years younger than me, so things had changed. Yeah. Right. You know, when I went to school, we had two languages in school, and it was French and German. Spanish wasn't even talked about. Right. You know? And so it just things were a little bit different. And I really don't think I filled out that application to Mabel State. <laughs> I don't think I did. But you well, got let, in. Let's talk about that for a second, though. Because That's right now, high school kids, especially those that were kind of grew up, I would say probably like we all did. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of an expectation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really ever spoken about. It was I was never asked, "Do you want to go to college?" It was always, "Which college do you want to go to?" Mm-hmm. 
And now they're, it's like the kids feel so much pressure about which one to go to. And should it be this one? Should it be that one? Like, like it's, there's like, like they can make a wrong choice. And to be perfectly honest, they're all very much the same thing. Right. I mean, it's not. Well, you walk away with pretty much the same thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's what you make out of it. Mm -hmm. So whether your dad picked it or not, I mean, what was college like for you? I did not Uh, like college. Really? No. You strike me as a like college person. No. No. Okay. Um, I went to college and um, my first year I just didn't like it. I didn't like where I was located. You know, no stores were open on Sunday. Mm. None. And then in North Dakota you had the blue law. So stores didn't open until noon on Sunday, but that would only mean a grocery store and if you lived in the Fargo area, then some of the stores open, but not yeah. not all of them. Huh. And so um, I lived an hour north of there, and you had the pizza shop, <clears throat> maybe a convenience store, maybe if it didn't go out of business. Wow. There was nothing else. And so um, I didn't like it, so I transferred to Moorhead. Okay. And which was probably the wrong choice for me, but I had a boyfriend mm-hmm. in NDSU. Uh-huh. always the thing. I know that right? story. Well, he's not my husband, but <laughs> it worked out. Um, yeah. Different ending than mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mine too. No, just kidding. <laughs> so we, so then I went to Moorhead and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was just floundering and I was just taking classes to take classes and I just didn't yeah. have a focus. That's relatable for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. So then after. <laughs> Two years of college and floundering and probably not, I mean, I was getting very mediocre grades. And you're not at a cheap college. What do you consider mediocre? Oh, C's. It's great. Well, now they say C's get degrees, but they didn't say that back then. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I was in major competition with, you know, some of my friends who, Mm. you know, were pulling A's and B's. But again, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. And so then... um, Ironically, I walked by, it used to be uh, Moorhead Technical College. Yep. They don't call it that anymore. Now it's Minnesota State Community and Technical College. Yeah, that's where Is my that friend went. Okay. My best, one of my best friends. So I knew my, here, here's my thought in my mind. Oh my gosh, I have two years left. My dad's going to cut me off. <laughs> and what am I going to do? And I still don't know. And I still don't know. And I kind of have done nothing for two years. I have nothing to show for it. So... I went to that school. I picked up a, a little brochure and I just flipped pages and said, I have two years left. What can I complete in two years? And that is what I did. So I found a medical coding degree, a little <laughs> certificate program. And I did that. And I only worked in it for six years. And then medical coding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised you, you didn't go. It? Yeah, no, I know what it, I know what it is, but I'm surprised it wasn't like, oh, what sounds fun? <laughs> it no. was like gone at that point. No, <laughs> that was that okay. Was, medical coding doable done. Yeah, yeah, I knew <laughs> I would get done in two years. So then I finished that, and it was just kind of, it kind of, it, it just was. Check the box. There. Check the box. I I wasn't interested in it really. Right. And um, and then I was still in. You know, had the boyfriend. Yep. At NDSU. Still had the boyfriend. What okay. was, how did you meet him? And then I want to know that. I mean, I don't want to, I don't have to know the whole details of the night or anything, but I mean, <laughs> how did you meet him? And then that's a big decision to move. Well, because Matt is from Wilmer. Matt's, Matt is from Wilmer. You, Matt we was actually, the boyfriend, is the now the husband. Matt became the boyfriend the last month of our senior year. Oh. 
Interesting. I'm, I may have gone to prom with him. Oh, <laughs> you're talking senior year in high school. Yes, we graduated from high school together. So you guys technically went to school together. We did. In the same direction? Yes. Kind of? Kind of. Yeah. In, and he was at NDSU still, but we didn't really, we didn't hang out in high school the whole entire I see. time. I see. From seventh grade on. Then he finally landed you. Um, With a month kind left. of something like that. I no. don't know how that really. <laughs> we went to prom. We'll just say that. And um, fair enough. Yep. Um, so then he was still at NDSU. I finished my other two years at Moorhead. Got it. And then, really, um, we had to hang around Moorhead in the Fargo area for another year because, um, oh, we got married after year four. Okay, so you're 22. Yep. Jeepers. We got. Married. I know. They did it different then, Jamie. <laughs> Cheers. And um, so then, actually, we lived in married student housing at NDSU. That was a thing? Married student housing? Do you guys not have that anymore? Definitely not a thing. Oh, yeah. No, we had married they just, student housing. <laughs> they just let that you do whatever you want. That how different yeah. it was. Yeah. No, there was specific housing if you were oh, married. Now they call it living in sin housing. Uh-huh. Just, yeah, I can they? relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was um, married student housing at NDSU. It yeah. was super cheap, mm-hmm. and there was definitely the people you lived around all went to school there. Got it. And they were all married. Did you have like couples nights? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know hardly anybody there because what was I Matt worked. Going to school That's for? what I was just going to ask. Did Matt know what he was doing? Like yeah. what he wanted to do? Engineering. Yep. Okay. And it he took him five clear, years to get school. Path. Yep. And um, I can't say that Matt really loved college either. When we talk about it with other people and they love college years, Matt and I both will emphatically say, did not like it. (laughs) Did not. So I only hope that my kids one day would love college. Sure. Because you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. I loved it. It What did you love about it? Oh, I barely remember classes. I maybe did 1% of the reading (laughs) I was supposed to do. Maybe. We were so different. Oh, wow. Yeah I, I, yeah, I wouldn't say that I loved college. I liked it, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like it. Didn't feel like it was something I wanted to stay in for longer right. than I that it lasted. Right. I always say I would like to go back for like one Friday night a month, and then one <laughs> Tuesday night a month because that was karaoke night. Oh, well, oh wow! We can recreate. Well, that nowadays easily. it would take you that long to recover if you went back. For it's Friday true. Night. It's yep. true. I would, yep. but. <laughs> no, I, I loved the social life of college. The school thing, I just basically punted it. Luckily Did I was you, I was a good smart then. I was a good test taker. So I would just show up and mm-hmm. pass the tests. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Didn't well, study. No, no. Yeah. That was not that was not. You a were thing the people I was irritated by. But right. Well, you know what? To fast forward from that, I didn't enjoy being a medical coder. <laughs> and I really didn't I still wasn't satisfied i didn't yeah. know what i was doing so i always say i was on the 20-year plan yep so then in my 30s i went back to college oh really i had three kids i was running every which direction i was working full-time and i enrolled back to college and in fact when i made that decision i called mayville state i went online because that now we had computers by then yep. right yep and i went online and i said um i looked and it said they had um what would you say? Um, what what do they call you know or commuter commuter type programs um, online? Everyone yeah. online school online online. Yep. So um, 
I called them, called the 800 number, and I asked if I could start taking classes. And they did, their response to me was, you don't even need to fill out an application. We still consider you a student, so why don't you just sign up for classes? Wow. I was like, I'm in. What? So what did you sign up for? Um, exactly what I had started off with in 1987, business Which, administration. Oh, business nice. Business administration. So I went when I went back as an adult, that's what I finished. And how, how did you approach school differently in your 30s with three kids than you did earlier? Actually, um, I felt more confident. Okay. And I felt that I could have more of a discussion with my instructors. Sure. And the faculty. Sometimes I felt like they thought I was 18 when I really wasn't, you know, when we have maybe uh, chat discussions yep. <laughs> that we were required to do. But then I was really firm in my opinion. Uh-huh. Sure. You know, and I, I, based off the experiences or things that I yeah. had worked in. So I really enjoyed it then. And mm. I did really well. I Even that. though I worked full time and had three kids and right. I was sitting in the stands and choir concerts with my books <laughs> and up till midnight, one, two, studying, and then doing it all over the next day. So how right. long did that degree take then once you started again? About three years. Oh, wow. So that was night. a commitment. <clears throat> At night. Mm-hmm. And okay. so people had to leave me alone in my house. Uh, you know, no one really talked to me on a Sunday. Because yep. I had to commit myself before yep. I started that work week over. Mm-hmm. And, and then you did what you just could get done yeah. mm-hmm. during the week. So I feel like I'm in that right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I were to do it again, I'd maybe do it when my kids were babies. Sure. But I didn't realize it. Yeah. Sure. So um, so I did get my degree. You sure did. I, just, I was on the 20-year plan. So wh- I'm curious what, this, what the jumps were from medical coder to then what was the next job then? Well, how, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. well, how many jobs were in there that you tried out? Um, two. No, three. Three jobs. I was a coder for about six years. And then I I went kind of to part-time and I worked in the public sector for 17, no, 10, 10 more years. What were you doing there? Um, I worked at our local community ed. Got it. Yeah. And so I worked part-time, then a full-time, part-time, full-time. And it was easy for me to be a mom. Yep. My husband, you know, he was trying to build his career. Right. right. And so I did that. And then um, while I was working there, I started going back to school. Yeah. But I didn't really tell anybody because I thought, what if I fail? <laughs> I didn't know if I could study. I right. Can, didn't it's know kind if of I could like, be a good I don't student. know how. I relate. I can relate. Yep. If I'll make, if this will work. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I took my, I thought intro to going back to school as an old lady. That's what I was thinking in my mind. I took a, a math class out at Ridgewater College. How'd that feel? old I felt old <laughs> and um ironically my high school uh oh. guidance counselor was Wait. the math teacher mm-hmm. oh nice of course so i sign up i go to the first day this was great this is so classic i go to the first day i sit down i had bought the wrong math book in the <laughs> Shoot. in the I'm like this, time out. I leave all my bags around my desk. I run down. This is a night class. I run down to the bookstore. I panic. I go, I got to get a different book. We quick do the exchange. I go back to class. I finish out the class. Very first day. Nice. I'm sitting around a whole bunch of 18 and 19-year-old guys. Mm-hmm. 
you're that like, play baseball. You're like, who yep. needs beer? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, it was fun, but my um, instructor told me, he said, listen, Joanna, I know you think that you don't want to be in groups with these kids, but he said, they're going to learn from you and you are going to learn from them. Yeah. And I had a big old eye roll. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not learning anything from them. I've been there, done that. Yep. But it was actually really fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny. Well, you do have one of those personalities where you can get along with lots of different kinds yeah, of people. Yeah, you're pretty good when it comes to that. Well, I try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so community ed, then what? Uh, then I just did a little stint at a little home health agency in town um, just to kind of get by and get a little um, taste of business type sure. thing. So I got him caught up on some billing, of all things, medical billing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, I was finishing my degree, and then I got on out at the Midwest campus. Okay, which is where you are now. Correct. Correct. So can you give listeners the lowdown of your job and what, what you do? So Since we didn't do a very good job saying what she did. Right. Right. From the get-go. Fill us in. I am the um, general manager of the Midwest Technology Campus, which is a privately owned technology campus in the Wilmer area. It used to be the former state hospital, mm-hmm. established in 2006 as a technology campus because my parent company purchased... The majority of the can- of the of the former state hospital from the state, right? And so, since two thousand six, we have been working on renovating buildings and um, getting companies in those buildings. Mm-hmm. So today, we have twenty eight companies, over seven hundred people in those companies wow. that come out to work here every day, mm-hmm. and um, we are continually growing. We're at eighty eight percent renovated. And 74% occupied. Wow. Wow. So let's talk about year 2002. What did this place look like? It was a state hospital. and Was it functioning? Still functioning. They were consolidating some of their services. Um, Healthcare was changing. Uh, Patient um, care was changing. And so there were some buildings that were sitting vacant already. Got it. The state had to do a study to see if they could bring the whole facility back up to a functioning state. Yeah. And they needed some crazy amount, 18 million, 28 million. It was some crazy amount that the state was not willing to invest. This is like 20 years ago. At least, yeah. And so, um, you know, just with the way healthcare was changing, people weren't moving into facilities like these. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, when my parent company was thinking about moving or relocating, a lot of people got involved. At the same time, this facility, this Midwest Technology Campus, or the state hospital was thinking about closing. Got it. So a lot of people got involved. It took a couple years to finish that. Right. Um, and it actually, it, it at that time, that was called Regional Treatment Centers. Okay. okay. So, and there's still some remnants of that left here. There's still some state operating services that happen out here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think we only have two buildings left. No, three buildings left to buy. Okay. Yeah. So we're doing really good. You're talking about a lot of, I mean, what's the acreage? 100 acres approximately and about half a million square feet. Yeah. Wow. You just asked about acreage. Acreage. Did, is did, that a that's a good did word? I, say it right? I just didn't know you knew that word. <laughs> I know she's not yeah. even a farm girl. I know that was really. I'm moving good, out Jamie. to the farm. 
Actually, fun fact, Joanna and I, Joanna, the Almleys mm-hmm. are really closely connected to the Larson property. I'm like, yeah. what's this? Yeah. We're looking it up she, on the map. She's pretending oh, her hand as the GIS system. <laughs> yeah. She's just like looking <laughs> yeah. down I on see, it. I see, I see. That was the bird's eye view. It's right. like Almleys. And you look at the plant map, thing. you'll see that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, if you go, that's one of my favorite places <laughs> she, to go. She was creeping one day. She's like, where is your property? So go on the GIS on the county Mm -hmm. and then you can creep on there. Yep. It's kind of fun. See who owns it and what their tax value is. (laughs) Wow. Oh, there's a lot of it. Joanna gets gets, uh, I get excited about that. Yeah. (laughs) So fun. You can do it to people in town too, Tyler. You should look me up. I'm going to. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Look me up. Look me up and let me know. Yeah. (laughs) So Uh, you, sorry. I I, I want to ask the next one. Okay. When did you learn about Midwest? And this job that was opening. That was basically my question. Nice job. I learned about Men West probably in 2007, six, seven. What were you doing at the time? And then why did you decide to kind of like get involved? I actually was working with someone at the school. Okay. Um, who was related to some people out here. Okay. And when it hit, the, I remember it hit the front page of the paper. Like, this is what's happening out there. Bang. The, the page. I know. Above the fold. Yes. And so um, I remember having conversations with her about it, thinking this is exciting. But I didn't really know what it was. And at the time, I wasn't involved with the chamber, but I had done some things in the community. So I knew the head of the chamber. Right. And I went Which to his... Which was it, Ken? It was Ken. Okay. Yeah. Was this after he came back or was this before I he left? I think it was pre I don't know when he was gone, actually. Okay. It was probably when he came back. Got it. And I sat in his office, and I said to him, I'm going to work out there one day. I don't really know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to work there. Mm-hmm. And he still reminds me of that conversation. That's funny. From, like, way up here, looking down at you. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, a tall guy. He's yes. super tall, <laughs> and I'm short. But if they were sitting, you know, just maybe this. True, maybe just, like, just a head length. <laughs> Especially when I lower my chair. Yep. Like that. Like you just lowered your chair. Uh-huh. Oh, you're so low now. Yeah. I Bring know. it back up. No, I like, I to, like, I like low. to get low. Yep. Then my feet touch the ground. I can relate to that though when you say like, I'm going to work out there. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, you know what I mean? I felt like the same way when I got my Applied first job. work when with I, me? <laughs> yep. I think I heard her say that. I almost that. just cursed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When I got my job at work up, I was like, I want to work there. I don't know what I'm going to do, but. That's what I want to do. And it was, that was super random. Yeah. I I didn't really know why, but I remember saying that to him and he remembered it too. Mm. That's so amazing. Yeah. So cool. So what do you do day to day then? Wow. General manager. Well, I am the general manager, but um, I talk to companies. I court companies. Okay. To move out here. And when I say that, I mean, they're just not picking up everything and moving well a lot of people these days businesses i bet are like eyeing up wilmer and this campus i'm being a little sarcastic like you gotta you gotta be a little aggressive with your approach to get companies to come out here i imagine right we do and it doesn't happen in a month or two months you know for example i'm i've been working with a company for nine months yeah Mm. and it's back and forth back and forth you know some weeks there might be no conversation and then the next week you just can't get the emails answered. Yeah. Right. Like they've got a million questions and they're not easy answers sometimes. Like when you're talking about, 
it's digging up information and trying to get them the right thing mm -hmm. um, so that they can answer questions, whether it has to do with their board level or mm -hmm. something like that. Sure. So we're constantly out there doing that. That's I do that. Um, I also kind of keep an over overarching view of all the renovation. Um, we have someone who runs all of the renovations all for the us. All the projects. Mm-hmm. And so I meet with him on a regular basis. He monitors everything. If there's any decisions that need to be made that are going to impact the budget in a big way, mm. he'll come to me and we'll talk it through. Got um, it. The whole budget, yeah. <laughs> you know, pretty much of the campus, the right. whole budget. And so you have a board of directors that you like work under? I do. Okay. I have a board of directors um, and the president of the campus too. Got it. So... I, I meet weekly with the president of the campus, Jim Sieben, mm -hmm. and then he is on our board of directors. Got it. So um, that has been a really good relationship, you know, just having in that open dialogue right. with all of them. Yep. Yeah, they're very common people, and it's just very fun to have those conversations with them. And they're very open. So Nice. Mm -hmm. And they just all have the same goal, right, to make it, like, survive, healthy, thrive. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So that's been good. Um, you know, there's not one day that's the same. It truly is not. So, you know, you're answering questions all day long of people who just, I mean, anywhere from, um, Hey, can I get extra keys? And you're trying to, you know, accommodate mm -hmm. a tenant to, you know, I need to talk to the state of Minnesota about some kind of tax abatement, something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel like you, you like that work environment better i do i do it you know it it's not for the lazy person you know Shoot. you go home and you're sorry tyler yep. you go home and you're exhausted not just physically but mentally yep and it's good it's good work because you know that it's valued and you're making a difference right mm -hmm. in the community so what type of companies are we talking about like do you look for a specific type of company when you're like seeking out tenants to fill this fill the rest of the buildings well you know they definitely have to f uh, fit the space that we have you know we will renovate a space but if it's a large manufacturing company for example we don't have a facility out here right now that has four loading docks and right, right. you know you know 20 foot high sidewalls and you know yep. we don't have that kind of building Overhead cranes and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so I can't accommodate them right now. But what I can do is, if I'm talking to them, I can start folding in the EDC. Yeah, and then they can talk to them about what's another spot in Wilmer. Sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I work very closely with other groups in town. Yeah, collaborative for sure. Very, very. So, so let's talk about that yeah. then. So you have to work with lots of different people, mm -hmm. and. Joanna Shrupp is someone that gets along with lots of different people. Mm -hmm. And is that something that you think it, you were just born with? Like the ability to network and know people and be yourself all the time, which I think is something that is, I, I mean, that I appreciate in people is when they're just themselves. Mm -hmm. When they're authentic, I like them. Right. We've talked about this before. This doesn't apply to you, but even if someone's just a like, but they're, but they're just real in themselves. I like them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not you, but you know what I mean? I, I, Careful. <laughs> but, what, but what I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't like being around people that are just fake. Right. And you get along with lots of people, but yet you're yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Do you think you're just born with that or do you think that's something that you've had to work on? Well, would you believe if I told you that I was really shy growing up? No, I would not believe no. that. That's a fact. Okay. Something changed. Yeah, I don't really know Somewhere what. Somewhere down the <laughs> um, I was really shy all the way through college. And maybe even in my early working years, I was shy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like maybe as we, as I started getting into something that I really, really liked. Yeah. That I just kind of Came evolved. Out. Got some confidence too, probably. Confidence um, that I just, I landed in the right spot. So I could be myself mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. I think it just evolves. Right. Yeah. And, and then you get a certain age and you really don't care what anyone really thinks of you. <laughs> you get I'm, the efforts. I'm there. <laughs> Some people get the efforts earlier than others. Yeah. When I lost all my hair, I just, re- I was forced into the efforts. <laughs> really? You got yeah, knocked down for a real. few. Yeah. It, I, like, I was like, and you're really going to stay with me? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, like, I guess I'm fine. <laughs> Uh-huh. I guess so we're going to survive Less this. Less work. I can sleep in an extra four minutes and so I don't have to do my hair anymore. Right. Hey, there. I, there's nothing wrong with that. I Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to treating people, you know, I had a, a dad who I still have him, but he, um, he did not think that he was any better than anyone else regardless of his position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he had an open door policy. He, if you were the um, custodian or you were the principal or you were um, a brand new teacher or a very seasoned teacher, he made time for you. If he knew that you really didn't care for him as the superintendent, he still made time for you. Sure. You want to you wanna, uh, map out your retirement plan? Sure. Come to my office. Yeah. He doesn't judge people. And that's what I think I really liked about him. And that I got that part of... Him. Yeah. And then, um, you know, both my parents, I'll, I'll give them creds to this, is that they both grew up in North Dakota and small town. Everybody liked everybody. And um, they they were had a very close family, cousins, and everybody played together. And everyone, you know, on Sundays, everyone had dinner together. And so they just had an appreciation of uh, people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like a sense of community. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, my parents weren't huge social um, butterflies, I think, because they had four kids. You know, that that was enough for them. Yeah. I feel like three just rips it out of you. <laughs> right. <Yep. laughs> True. And um, and I think my dad's work um, forced him to do all this social stuff. So my parents together didn't have to fulfill that. Yeah. Um, even though they, they had friends, but they just had a very small closeness they didn't circle. they didn't need that like but just like just like i feel like we're i'm with adults all the time and and talking a lot that i don't need that when i go home i don't your either. parents are probably the same way yeah oh yeah i mean they would go out every once in a while to have dinner but they were not let's go out let's i mean mm-hmm. they were home a lot you know they would have we netflixed it if netflix was around <laughs> If we had TV in the country, they, they maybe would have, yeah. but we, they still don't have a lot of TV in the country. I'm still wondering what they do then. What That's they do? why there were so many kids. Yeah, I you was just going to say. They read the paper. They read books. Yeah. We read mm-hmm. books a That's lot. A thing. That's a thing I hear. Yep. yep. Um, well, at least the, out of the four kids in, in my family, 
two of us are really, really big readers. Mm. Really big readers. You read a lot. I remember that. And so does one of my brothers. Mm -hmm. I mean, when he travels, he used to live overseas, he'd have to send his books home every once in a while. A pallet. Oh, my God. A pallet of books. books. Does he have kids? Three. Wow, how did he find time? He's just so smart. Wow. He's so smart. And so when we talk about books... Well, you know, we'll say, hey, did you read that one? Or, you know, oh, you should really read this one. Or you should watch the movie before you read that one. And so he's just so smart. Do you read for pleasure or for education? I like to read for education, but I find myself reading for pleasure more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of books on, you know, self-help, education, things like that. Do you make it through them all? No. I don't either. No, I have really good intentions. They're all sitting next to... On a shelf next to Next to the fun ones. Mm-hmm. The fun ones get picked first. The fun ones get picked, and then I read them, and then I share them with my mom. Got it. <laughs> Every last one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know what's interesting is that I couldn't get my kids to read. Hmm. That just not... not didn't stick. No. It just, it didn't. Now, my son would read for work. He'll read, because he's, he's adulting. Um, <laughs> I hope that my daughter reads for work one day. Mm-hmm. Um, they read, they buzzed through all the Harry Potter books, and then there was another series after Twilight. 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 <laughs> I was just going to say. They buzzed those. They buzzed through those. <laughs> but nothing else. I mean, maybe my youngest one, she'll read a book on, like, a gymnast that was in the Olympics or something. But that's about it. Got it. So I'm curious about, like, when you started at Midwest, mm-hmm. were you pretty intentional about getting involved in community-oriented things? Or, like, how did you go about building your network? Because you were super, super connected to everybody in the community today. But, obviously, that takes some intention. Right. So, how did that happen? When I started, I had a different role when I started um, Mm -hmm. almost 11 years ago. And so, I... I was given the opportunity, everything I jumped into, they... They were like, go for it. Yeah, they just said, yeah. Well, everything was it. pretty new, right? I mean... Correct. Yeah. Yep. And so um, I had a... You know, we all have our strengths. At the time, I had... I had a... I reported to someone who really didn't care to be a... Um, give tours or speak in front of groups. Mm-hmm. So he would just come along and support me, and I would just do all the work. You know, <laughs> I would just do... I'd write the PowerPoints. I would speak sure. in front of people, and then... When I'd get off stage, I'd say, how was that? And you go, oh, that was really good. That, that's all I needed to hear from him. Sure. <laughs> but at and least he said that. Yeah. yeah. He probably wouldn't have had I not asked. But, <laughs> right. Um, but so I was just given the opportunity. So I would just keep stepping into different areas that allowed me to do that. Mm-hmm. I also got encouragement from people in the community. Mm-hmm. And then it you just get to be that person, right? So mm-hmm. people would call you. Yeah. Right. Uh, we'll call Joanna. Um, we'll call Joanna for this one too. <laughs> and so that's kind of how it happens organically. Yep. yep. Do you find I, yourself getting volunteered for a lot of things when you weren't in the room? Um, I don't know about that. That was very so much a much. personal question for yeah. me. But, no, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I well I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> are you getting volunteered for a lot of things? Every, everything. Yeah. I've really learned to say no. Yeah. And just to know where I had to draw the line on things. Because there's only so much work you can do every day. Right. You know? Yeah. And let's face it, we all need a little downtime. For yeah. sure. I think for me, mostly it's like, oh, we'll have Tyler and the CEO kids do that. They'd be great. We'll volunteer them. 
Yeah. How many for, times can you guys volunteer for things though? Oh my gosh. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, so for something like that, it would just be clear objectives. Like, does that fit in our objectives? Right. Yeah. I always tell doesn't. them, I'll ask the kids and I'll give them your contact information. And if they get a hold of you, then they're in. Okay. That's, that's a good fair. solution. That's I fair. Think that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what? We all face those situations where, right? Like, uh, I don't really want to do that, but I probably should. Right. There are Good definitely some job. should. Like, we helped with the park. You know, we've done like a bunch of other community things, but when it's sometimes there's just random things like, oh, Highway 23 needs to be cleaned up. Oh, I, you know, I bet the <laughs> KCEO kids would do that. It's like, get well, him in on there on the yeah. highway. He didn't They're say, bags. well, how about the second graders? Exactly. At, at right. Lakeland Elementary. You know what? I think the CEO <laughs> board would do that. You know, <laughs> That should start volunteering like the school board. Right. And just start right. volunteering them. Yeah. Um, did I, that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, okay. for sure. I'd also have kind of a random follow-up question. So I know because I've been involved with the campus a little bit, you guys, or the campus, I should say, is big on the strengths finder thing, and you kind of brought up your strengths. And I'm curious mm. how that ties. You, I'm sure you know what they are because it's Most pretty prominent. Mm-hmm. What are your top and like how do you think they play into what you do oh you know it's funny how they become reality yeah you don't even know it yeah uh responsibility okay is that your number one um accountability i think is number one okay accountability responsibility maximizer which those three together could be a little deadly I kind of feel like you're a powerhouse. Well, and, and you have to you have to Your find out. Right now, I know. It's just so the opposite of me. She's like getting shit done. I yeah. am. That's basically those three together. And yet, at the same time, you have to understand that there's people who are not like you. Mm-hmm. So, like Tyler. <laughs> and so that, you have to know that people who work with you are not that way. So my expectations working on a project, I can't be... I can't be a bad person, mm-hmm. you know, because they didn't meet my expectations. Because you know what? I'll go home at night and I'll log back on after <laughs> after dinner with my family and I'll sit and I'll just work hardcore. Yep. And yep. then I'll get up at four in the morning and work at it again because you know what? By gosh, I'm going to get that done. Yep. But the person that works with me may not. Right. And so I have to realize that. Mm-hmm. So Self-awareness. Very much so. Are so are you a... You'll work hard like that redlined all the time? Or is it kind of going waves of like busy, 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 get something done, then then it's then it goes to more manageable a little, a little bit and then intensifies. Uh, I go in waves. Yep. And definitely I would say I'm about sixty five percent just hardcore. Consistent. Oh yeah. Got it. Yeah. And I would say my vacations play in on the other thirty five. You're consistent with the vacations though. Yes. From working with you, I know that, which I feel like is important. I like that you, <laughs> I'm going to model Are after you. Gonna, you, you, okay. take, you take that time away because people need it. Well, and a I little must escape. say, a little, okay, so I promote vacations. However, there were many, many, many years that my husband and I did not take them uh-huh. because we were super poor. Yep. Well, and you had and kids. We and we had little kids and we yep. couldn't. We couldn't afford to fly anywhere. Right. You know, I would say we were, let me see, up until probably 
16 years ago, we really didn't vacation. Mm-hmm. All of our friends were going to Mexico and going away to warm places in the winter, and we were not. We had kids. And, like, have fun. We're going to. Yep. So we're making up for last time. Good for you. Now. And um, my husband is a huge fan of doing things together as a family. And I don't know if you've seen us out and about, but mm-hmm. that is what we are all about. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get to a Friday and I'm thinking, ooh, let's relax. No one to talk to. Yep. And he's saying, have you talked to Paul yet? Have you called <laughs> your brother? Have you, what's Peyton doing? Let's rally what, the trips, Joanna. Yeah, oh, let's FaceTime her. <laughs> let's see if she's she going to come home tonight or tomorrow morning. And <laughs> so he is very much the social Let's get He's everybody like the home. huddler, I don't, mm-hmm. the rallier. I don't know. He is. Sure. He, he very much is. So I have to give him him credit for that. Right. Somebody's got to do it. Mm-hmm. I would so be just like you, like, check, I'm done. Yeah. Then I, I don't have my to make dinner for anybody. <laughs> and he's calling everybody, should we go for dinner with them? <laughs> you know, if we have dinner plans with friends, he'll say, have you, have you called the kids yet? I, should we eat? You know, make sure we have a big enough table for them, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can we just go out for dinner with our friends? He but. sounds more like my wife. My wife is, she she can she can never be full of adulting, like going out, socializing time. Mm-hmm. I can get I can get full where I'm, I'm done. Me too. I kind of need to be done. Mm-hmm. But then when we do go out, even if I don't want to, then I go out and I, I mean. Having yeah. a good time. You guys. Then I have a good yeah, time. Yeah, you're into it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know everybody too. Like you run in. Just like you. If we go to the Oaks, oh. like it's. Oh my gosh. I have 70 oh. conversations. Yep. Yeah. I just <laughs> go to my table and it just takes my husband about 20 minutes to get to the <laughs> yeah. table. Uh-huh. And you know, here's the interesting thing he's an introvert. I know. He is an introvert. I say I'm an introvert wannabe. That's yeah. what I tell my family. They don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like know. I'm a functioning introvert. No? Yes. I, I don't know about you, to be honest. Okay. I definitely am. You you 100% are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But do I you, don't know about you. How do you fill up your cup? How do you re-energize? Um, I don't know. Is it with people or without? I I will go solo because I feel like I want to, but then I get sad but and you depressed want, and unhappy. I think that makes you <laughs> a little bit down. Like, I, you it, it enjoy does. attention and the energy of people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That I kind of think you sway towards the extrovert. Yeah, that's fine. I say I'm we'll an introvert wannabe. Yeah. We'll and see. everybody maybe, maybe in my family same. thinks that I'm crazy. They're like, no, you're not. Yeah, I am. You kind might want to be, but I mean, Joanna, let's be honest. If I look over and I see that like the Shrub family there and I see you and I know like 90% of the time, the laughing is around you in some yeah, way. I know. Uh-huh. It's true. You made that up. No. No, most of the interactions I have with you, digital or otherwise, are somehow on a positive. Like, yeah, they're very enjoyable. Yeah. If Joanna, like when I first moved here and you and I became friends, mm-hmm. if Joanna was there, I was like, okay, it's I'm I can do it. Like yeah. it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. If Joanna's there, <laughs> yeah. If Joanna's oh, there, I feel better. I feel the about same it. way. <laughs> I love you, people. You're from my neighborhood. God, I had to ha- I have to have you over more. <laughs> and, well, we talked about this at the CEO dinner. You we are all in the same neighborhood. We are. Yeah. No, we're, we're not going to. They're too young. They're too young to invite, I think. Ooh, myself and Micah? Come on now. That's true. You do I'm act as, old. I am more mature than you most days. 100% true. 
Okay, well, here's the deal. You know that my kids are going to be there, so you're going to fit right in. That's a good Fair point. Enough. That's a good Fair point. Um, yes. So, Joanna, how do you foresee your career going next oh, wow. 10 to 15 Ooh, years? Interesting question. You guys, that's probably I'm so much hard. older than you. So, I will retire one day. <laughs> yep. I do not know when. Okay. So, I would anticipate that I'll stay in this career my goal, when I stepped into this current role that I have was about a year ago. Yeah. A year and a half ago. My goal that I've said from the beginning is I will leave this place better than what it was when I, when I landed in here. Got it. And so that is my goal. I hope that the person after me, whenever that is, I have no idea. I hope that they're blessed with a much, with, with a much organized um, information at their fingertips, um, going down the right momentum. path. Yes, yeah. Momentum. Yeah. Yep. Ready to mm-hmm. rock and roll. Yeah. I only hope that that person coming after me will feel that way. Right. Feels empowered when mm-hmm. they step. That's, what's what's your husband's plan? My husband's plan? Yeah. Like in maybe 10 years, maybe a retirement. 10. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. So we talk about that occasionally. It's it's kind of there, you know what I mean? Like in the offset. I don't know if you remember, we did talk about it at one point. This is probably like a year ago. Yep. And you and I chatted about it a little bit. Because you guys, don't you have a cabin like up north or something? We we are partial owners of a cabin. Okay. It, it's a very interesting arrangement. A lot of, in fact, I just had this conversation with a banker. Got it. Um, He had never heard of this type of arrangement. Huh. And so. It's like a, I mean, what are we? It's not a timeshare. Okay. You are a fractional owner, you are on the deed, and you get 13 weeks a year. It's at it's on a resort, I was going to say, what's the resort again? Boyd Lodge. Okay, that's near what town? Cross Lake. Yeah, okay. And it sits right between, uh, right, it's on Rush Lake and, um, no, uh, Whitefish. Okay. And so the beach of the resort is on Whitefish, and um, our boat dock is on Rush, and so um, of this one particular cabin, there's several, um, there are four owners and, you know, you can't leave anything in the cupboards. We, we have sure. two big closets that we leave stuff in. Oh, okay. okay. So you have well, to bring too bad. No, it's not bad. And here was the thing. We thought about retirement in the future. And if we really liked it, we may end up up there. Sure. We like outdoors. Mm-hmm. We like when it snows, going snowshoeing and walking in trails and mm-hmm. things like that. You too, Jamie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty into it. You should come. Um, so we've spent a lot of time there in the last year. Um, we love it. We invite lots of family up there all the time. And, you know, um, we'll just see what the next year looks like. That might be. You're also one year away from being an empty nester. Not even. Well, yeah, a couple months. months, seven months, four months. Oh something yeah, in yeah. There. Probably, probably seven months. Yeah, yeah, seven months. What are you, what are you thinking about that? Because I'm at the complete opposite. How does end. that feel? Like, just yeah. starting. Feels really good. You're at the end of the race. You know, I've been doing this parent thing for a long time. I yeah. know you have. So, let me see. My son will be twenty. Uh, how old? He was born in ninety two. He'll be twenty eight. Yeah, he's going to be 28. 28. Paul and I are pretty much the same age. Yep. And so I've been doing this parenting thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm trying to shove her out the door. No. But, but it's it's 
it the it was good. Yeah. Well, it was going, and now it's time to move on to the next chapter. I can funny how you get excited. That's true. Oh, Any time now. It's yep. Friday night. The night is young. Oh, you oh, never goodness. know. Yeah, Paul and Haley. There. She just got a new job. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Really. It's time for them. They got married last summer. Paul Haley. It's, let's get crack a lacking. Come on. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> it feels right. 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 You were just on a business trip for the week. Um. <laughs> No, so, I mean, in reality, I could be a grandmother, uh-huh. and we'll just see. You know, everyone takes their own time. Yep. And so, no pressure. But you're not you're not sad about it being over. No, I'm really not, you know. And again, we're really close with all of our kids. Yeah, which yeah. is amazing. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they, they're they always calling us. I, you know, funny thing, my son works in Wilmer, too. He lives in Spicer, yep. neighboring community. He comes to my house for lunch and he eats all my leftovers. Yep. <laughs> Which is great because I make extra food. It's in the fridge. He eats it. Not a big deal. So you so, come home and you're like, oh, it's gone. Okay, yeah. Good. Paul must have been Paul, here. Paul was here. So between him and my husband, they both go home for lunch. They see each other. They talk. About for, what time do they get there for lunch? Noon. <laughs> Tyler's going to drop in. Noon. Sneak in a little bit early. Yep. Eat whatever you want. <laughs> Um, so, and then they both go off in, you know, different areas of the house. One of them takes a nap. The other one watches sports news and then they go back to work. <laughs> it's I, a good I know little it. midday decompression. Yeah. Both of they're alike. They're a lot alike. It's yeah. very Spanish. It's very, that's <laughs> very it? like siesta. Like European. Uh-huh. They take their little siesta. Yeah. I think they do that in France too. They, they probably do down. lots. They have like a two hour work day in France. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, there's, I mean, we're very close, so I don't anticipate any problems. I'm good. Good. You're ready for the next phase. I am. I am. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And and Tyler, you know, you're just the beginning wave of it all. See, but I get, sometimes I get emotional because I feel like it's not enough time. Really? Yes. Like with my eight-year-old who's, you know, when they're your first... Like it's, it's, everything's new and first, you know, like before anyone else. So now he's in second grade and I'm like, I only get 10 more years of this and it's over, you know, and I feel like it just started. Right. But you know, your little ones, the younger ones, they don't, they're not involved yet. So as soon as they start tearing you to different directions, yeah, then you're like, "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. a lot of directions. Not that you're wishing your years away. Right. You're not. It's just that. You forget moments. I hope that I can be like you when when McCoy, our youngest, is a senior. Mm-hmm. But I know I'll be just a fucking. You'll mess. be a rest. Really? I'll be a mess. Oh, will be a mess. Oh, you know I think my husband's gonna be a mess. Yeah, because he loves. Um. Well, again, he's kind of that glue that keeps all of us together to do stuff. Sure. So, um, and him and my youngest are very very close. Mm. They're very close. So. We'll see. See how he handles it, huh? He's going to be a blubbering mess. I just know it. <laughs> I know it. That's okay. I see commercials about like like Toy Story 3. Have you guys watched Toy Story 3? No. I haven't oh actually seen gosh. it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because I think I would actually get emotional watching it. You would it. not. I would, too. No. Are they making another one? Well, there was just Toy Story 4. Oh, Stay up I, on, on I'm the, not the news a, here. It was just I'm last summer. A, mm-hmm. Yep. I wonder... If we have any more coffee in Can that you get bottle, me more coffee. Um, so 
So what about Toy Story 3? So what happens is basically all of the toys, you know, they're originally Andy's toys. You know, Andy, the original boy that owned them. Right, right. And now Andy's leaving for college. (gasps) And his mom says, Andy, you need to make a bag of trash and keep. The keep (gasps) will go in the attic. The the trash bag will go in, obviously, in in the garbage. And he's like typical teenager, like annoyed. And so... He's not really thinking and grabs the trash bag, but he wants to keep them. So he puts all of his special toys in there. Well, the toys don't know this. They think they're being thrown out and they can't believe it because the, the movie opens with them stealing his cell phone and they take it in the toy box and it's like a little operation. They're like, all right, call him. So then they call and, and he's looking for his, his phone because it's ringing. It's in the toy box. It huddled around his other toys because they want to have one final play session before he leaves for college. And he you know, grabs the phone, throws them back in there, and shuts the toy chest. And they're all like, oh, you know. And then within hours, they're in a garbage bag thinking they're being thrown away. Well, it was all a mistake. Anyway, they, you know. Don't it, spoil it for the yeah, listeners. They, they, well, I mean, I Woody, know. Woody goes and I think saves. I need to watch this with my daughter. You do. Woody goes, goes and goes saves out. the toys from the dump, which is some terrible demise of being burned up, saves them. And then Andy's last act is he has all these toys, he's leaving for college. And, he, and he's planning on taking them with him or some of them with him. But then he decides at the last second, he's kind of gotten to know this other little girl that's probably five or six. And as he's driving away to college, he stops and like turns around and drops off all of his toys and has one final play session with this little girl and his toys Aww. and him. I can barely talk about it right now. <laughs> oh my God. And, and then, then he drives away into the sunset and they all like wave bye to him, like sitting on they the... So they're ready yeah. for the next... They, yeah, they, they're, they're in the next friends. phase. But oh my gosh! So my wife and I watch that, and I look over at her, and I'm just a disaster, like just a wreck. And she's, you know, <laughs> she's got the tears going, and and I'm looking at my kids, and they were probably Miles was probably six at the time. This is probably two years ago, and I'm I remember looking at him and just thinking, this is not, I don't, this is not enough time. I feel like we should extend high school by four years. No, <gasps> no. yep. You wait no. till they get to high school. No. Yeah, you may you be will right. Change your mind. But Miles and I are really, really close. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I think there's ways in life, there's things that happen in life that prepare you for that next stage. And Teenagers are... <laughs> that. Okay, I wasn't going to say it, puberty. but yes, puberty, <laughs> teenager years. I mean, just life, it changes them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, I mean, that helps you Plays get prepared. Yeah. Right. And... I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, it's fun when we all get together. That's great. I just, I like seeing them get onto their next step, mm-hmm. the yeah. next phase in life. You know what is so fun is seeing them um, come into their own, yeah, get their own career, evolve into uh, an adult. I mean, I get text messages from my son's bosses saying, oh, we're listening to him speak, and he is a fabulous speaker. And things like that. And I'm Aww. like, wow. That's kind of Does that cool. make you emotional or just proud? I'm like, dang, we did good. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. See, I'm going to read that and cry. <laughs> oh, no. This is, this is a, we did good. Good. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also love, like, the phase that I'm in right now with my mom because she we are so close. And, mm-hmm. like, it's so, I feel like she's, like, one of my best friends. Like, mm-hmm. we just, we hang out. We go drink. We'll just do whatever. Do you yep. call her every day? I do not. We don't talk like a ridiculous amount but i mean we're, we text back and forth and that's it 
but I'm just like I I like this phase, so it gets more fun. Honestly, mm-hmm. do you know I call my parent. mom every day? I feel wow. like I probably should every you know, day. I think that will change if, when, whatever, when something about mother daughter oh. when daughter has a baby. Oh yeah, something happens oh. where yeah. they like yes. all of a sudden. Are, well, I will probably <laughs> have six thousand questions. It's like oh, for some reason that's what you know. My wife and I was the same thing. We, when we were when we were in what I call the Jamie stage of just being married, living in sin and freedom. Oh, it's the best. Um, <laughs> we, like we didn't. We, I don't. We didn't really need other than my dad helping us in DIY projects at our new home. Other than that, it was we didn't really need anything. But then that first baby comes, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I feel like I'm tri parenting here. You know, with the mother in law, uh-huh. which mm-hmm. is which was great. I she was a pediatric nurse for 19 years, mm. so it works out. But something happens. I don't know. Right. You're gonna see that too. You know, well, I want to try and keep my distance too, but my mom was so good. Yeah. She was very involved. Yeah. First one. I mean, she was right there. Um, You know, in fact, when we moved back to Wilmer, um, we had to live with them for a while until we bought a house. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. My son and my mom and dad are so close. Really? Yep. That's amazing. And then the second one comes. My mom stopped at my house almost every day after work. And held and rocked and did whatever with my newborn mm-hmm. so I could make dinner. Wow. And then the third one comes along <clears throat> and she was, well, we adopted her. And so she was one. And so I didn't want to put her in daycare. So my mom came to my house every day for a whole entire year. Wow. And watched her. So they have a special relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all three of my kids are very close to my mom. Mm-hmm. They don't have any problem, you know. They'll call her when they come home from college, and they'll say, "Hey, do you want to go for lunch?" Or, you know, she'll call them. That's amazing. They text. They always say, "Grandma is a texting machine." <laughs> She's a really I good texter. <laughs> can't believe what grandmas are capable of these days. Micah's grandma watches all of my Facebook stories, and she'll reply to them. I'm like, I am always amazed by it. Like, it's very impressive wow. to me. But. Yeah. You know, Who those, knows what you're going to be like as a grandma? I know. Be those relationships, funky you, can't, grandma. you can't buy that time back, though. Nope. Like, I didn't know my grandparents. Well, I did um, three, four times a year. We would see them. Really? You know, they're only an hour, hour and a half away. But, yeah, three, four times a year, holidays, you know, mm-hmm. a wedding or something. But that was it. When they're Now, yeah. like, my parents and Angie's parents both live in town. My kids know them intimately. When, yes. I mean, they're, when they're close by, it makes a world of difference. I, when we walk in the room with our kids and they just, they'll just run off with grandpa and grandma and even the aunt and uncles, the whole FaceTime thing, it's, mm-hmm. it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. The kids, like, they know them. There's not that awkward stage of who's this that auntie again, <laughs> who's that uncle again. They yeah. just instantly will start wrestling and playing and it's like, I don't exist, which is great. Yeah. You want them That's to fun. have those relationships. Yes. And, then, and then you see it when they're an adult again. Right. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. And then you think, who are you and where'd you come from? <laughs> you know what I mean? The adult version of your the kid? The adult version of your children. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you? Ever- I do kind of have a question. Like what, looking back now in your years of experience, Joanna, what kind of advice are you currently giving your, your kids? Like, especially Paul and, and uh, Peyton right now. Like, like advice for Yeah, like for their careers or careers? I don't know. Sediment. Um, um, <laughs> sediment. 
He's learning about wine. Yeah, um, as we go. That was not a good look, Tyler. Um, he didn't like the very. I I had to chew that last. Did it curdle? It was def. It's definitely sediment. Um, Just speaking so. to the, they're at the very kind of beginning of their careers. So, is there anything in particular like that you've passed along little knowledge tidbits? I'm sure there's a million things, but like anything in general that you would give a younger person that's like, I just don't know what I want to do, or this isn't it, I can't figure it out. They just haven't quite gotten there. What do you say to those, maybe your kids or other younger people that you talk to? I know my son, you know, he's will be 28, but he's on his second so-called career. Yeah. You know, his second um, employer. Yeah. And I think that transition... Um, starting off and dabbling in financial planning, even though he really, really liked it, he w- you know, he wasn't making any money at it. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you want him to be happy. Yep. Just be happy. Um, and I, I guess I've explained that to both of my kids. Um, and I'm fortunate that both of the older kids, you know, I haven't figured out the youngest one yet, but the <laughs> oldest, the older two kids – you know, they're very money-minded, you know, they're savers, um, they don't spend a lot if they don't have to, um, and so I see both him and her, I, I think I give my daughter a little different advice, just because I, her personality is so different, she's yeah. kind of like mine, uh-huh. but she's just even more so. Mm. And more Joanna than Joanna. <laughs> Yeah, it's scary. I don't think the universe can handle that. I think that's my grandma. It's called Lily. <laughs> and so sometimes I'm like, okay, just I love this. I love that you're like this. But just know that if, if you come out this way, you might get this kind of reaction. So come out this way and just get to the same goal. But, mm-hmm. you know, I try and guide her. So she doesn't make the same mistakes I made. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yep. yeah. we all make mistakes. But I just try to guide her that way. My son is probably a little bit more like my husband. Oh, he, well, I take that back. He's a great combination of both of us. Okay, he's got a really fun personality. He's funny. He's uh-huh. really funny uh-huh. when you get him going. Um, but just his mind is so much like his dad, and so he's in the he's in the perfect spot right now in the company that's really molding him as a young person into the workforce yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i think that's great i don't know everyone is different i don't even know what i would tell my youngest stay out of retail that's what i'm gonna tell her <laughs> or at least work it good. for a little bit no she did that that was a mistake okay, that's good, why we tell good, her to done. stay out yep. <laughs> do you just i mean do you tell so your youngest is 17 now 18 18 mm-hmm. do you tell him to try all sorts of things or like what what are you what are you hoping she runs off to St. Ben's and kind of pursues? She already knows she wants to go into nursing. Mm. Okay. And she knows she wants to work in pediatric, um, like a NICU unit. Yeah. She's very, you know, not all of us can do work like that. Nope. Super sensitive. <laughs> nope. Tyler, you know. Could never do it. Never. Right? And she's very compartmentalized. Ah. And so... She says, I don't want to work with um, geriatrics. Mm-hmm. Um, she had an experience with her grandfather who had had a stroke, you know, and so he, 
you know, you didn't know, was it grandpa who was 69 years old or the three-year-old grandpa that showed up today? Wow. And so he really scared her. And so since then, I think she was about three and a half, four. Mm. She's never wanted to, um, she steered clear of your senior population. <laughs> sure. Okay. Except for her grandparents, you know, yep. that live by her. And so, um, she's so compartmentalized and she just said, I think I can do it. This is what I want to do. I want to help sick babies and I want to work in those units. So I was like, if you can do that, you should. Those nurses are, my youngest was at the NICU and at the university of Minnesota mm-hmm. and they are incredible. Mm-hmm. Presley is, she's tough. She's always been resilient. She, nothing really takes her down. And so I feel like she's got this um, part of her soul that really could be a really good part of it. Sometimes I look at her and think, you're too tough. Like, I don't see any empathy <laughs> or nothing <laughs> inside of you. But then I'll see her interact at a sporting event or in the stands with friends and stuff afterwards. And I just, I'm in awe because she does, she won't share it with me. Yeah. But I'll see her with maybe the coach's little kid and she's hugging him up and she's sure. mm-hmm. interacting. And I don't know where that's from because we don't have little kids around our house anymore. Yeah. So I don't see it. Right. She's the youngest grandchild yeah. on both sides. Oh, yeah. wow. So she was it. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I don't know if... Advice will be different, I think, for every individual. For and it sure. should be. For sure. Well, thank you, Joanna, for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Having a Friday I hope you had fun. Noon with yeah. us. Well, I always enjoy having fun with you guys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We should do it more. We should have a little community party. Wait, um, let's do it. A neighborhood one? Yeah, with just the ones that we want to come, though. Um, Am I getting excluded or included? No, no, no. Included. Okay. Included. Okay. We've already talked about some of the people that will not be included <laughs> oh. from our community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the invite you're list. on the invite list. Sweet. Sure, it, whatever. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't get lost in the mail. 